return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. And I thank God that we are gathered here tonight and I'm believing and trusting God that by the time we'll be done tonight, God would have revealed himself to you like never before. Hallelujah. I know that God is here to meet his people. Um, whilst I was preparing for this sermon, I was going through scriptures and I realized that most often it is always God who makes the move to meet men. And it amazes me how a good God, a majestic God, a great God, the one who created the universe, the one who is in charge of everything, would come so down and we want to meet with mortal men. Okay, And it made me understand why the Bible says that even when we were yet sinners. Christ came to die. Okay. So that means that even when we were yet, even when we weren't even ready for him, he was always ready for us. And we thank God for his grace. Can we be upstanding? Can we stand on our feet? And just be on your feet and just begin to bless the name of the Lord wherever you are. Just stand in honor of him and just begin to bless the name of the Lord. Shadila Brandasa. Can you lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord? Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. We've not come here to meet a man. We've come here to meet God. We've come here to meet God. Just speak in tongue. Just speak in the language of the Holy Ghost if you can. Can you ascribe praises unto him? Can you lift up your voice? Just lift up your voice. Just lift up your voice. Bless the name of the Lord. Exalt his holy name. Don't keep quiet, just pray, just pray. We've come here to meet God. 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 Le barando zale rande zale ronda zala ha. Ere dada basole karada bosa ya ha. Korodo do bosa. Rada sola barada basonde le le kosha ha dada bas. Orasha. I see your face. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Just sing it with meaning. I see your face. You're beautiful. Shadala basula. You're beautiful. 
Makunda Labaha, you're beautiful. Just sing it. I see your face. I see your face. Shilikunda Labaha, Shaharabado Sahayaha, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. I see your face. I see your face. Shalabandoski Paradabasun. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. I see your face, I see your face. Yeah, beautiful. 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 Just pray, just pray, just sing praise unto him. Beautiful. I see your face, I see your face, you are beautiful, oh, beautiful, Shalabasunda, I see your face, I see your face, you are beautiful, yes Lord, beautiful, beautiful, oh, Shalabaha, oh, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, oh, Badau jalaban diri kura baba sundiri buzara dabah likura bada saya lokaba ya beautiful maulaka baya oh father we thank you labashanda we give you praise kula barandi siliko dabasa Arandu zakiada banda rakundi rabraskianda la basahara da sunda skiha ala randi kurubiyara diskureva brundi la kore badasaya dahasa likarandi sundi vraba basia kundi vradauza likarandi sundasa kebrundi vale kala krundi zile varades karandi soha makrobebia babravi la korandis kabarada saha radekonde valore kadole barandis kumbranda sekatiha e kaloso de vrandis kundi branda la kole karada kosa le barandis Kumbrandi zelele baroko rovandi la braka dahada. Oh, what a mighty God we serve, oh God. Oh God, we give you praise. Zile kalabando lava arande zoleka. Ebalo zile brandes kole baraha deskonda la labaha. Oh God, you are too beautiful, oh God. You are too beautiful, oh God. Father, we give you praise. We say you are worthy of it, oh God. You deserve the praise, you deserve the honor, you deserve the glory. Father, tonight have your way like never before. May our hearts be broken unto you, O God. May we be receptive to your word, O God. Oh, la bali hesanda la bakarande sola. We come, we can't come here and go back the same as we came, O God. May there be a tangible transformation in our lives. May there be a tangible transformation in our lives. 
For no one encounters you and remains the same as he or she is, O God. Father, tonight, may everyone who enters here and goes home, may people see a tangible transformation in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Can we be seated in the presence of the Lord? Labadosa. I want you to be very sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Tonight is the Spirit night. God can touch anybody at any point in time. As the word proceeds, as we pray, as we sing, God always manifests himself in diverse ways. But whenever you are continually sensitive and attached, linked, connected to him, you are able to assess everything that comes with him. Most often we tend to skew our minds on certain things and tend to, and miss certain things God has for us because we were gauging somewhere or gazing somewhere what God was was had prepared something for us at a particular point. Whilst we sing, God can minister to you. Whilst we pray, God can minister to you. While the sermon goes on, God can minister to you. Every time is spirit time. And I pray that you will not miss anything tonight. Hallelujah. Before we begin, I want to thank Pastor Dave, Mama Jeannie, Pastor Randin, and the entire leadership of this church for this great opportunity. And I want to thank my wife too for her support. I can't, I can't leave her name out of it. She, she forms an important part of my life. Hallelujah. Tonight, I want to touch on a topic, the voice of God. The last time I talked about the voice of God, part one, and tonight I want to talk about part two. When you read the book of John chapter 10, John chapter 10 verse 1, I tell you the truth, the man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by other way is a thief or a robber. The man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. He calls his own sheep by name. Every shepherd knows his own sheep. And he calls them by name. And they hear his voice. You see that they listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and lead them out. When he has brought out his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follows him because they know his voice. Hallelujah. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize the stranger's voice. And whilst I was preparing this part, God was telling me that there are two kinds of shepherd. There is the good shepherd and the bad shepherd. Whoever you, whoever you hear his voice and whoever leads you is your shepherd. Let's, let, let's be very clear here. It's either you recognize the voice of one of them. It's either you recognize the voice of God or you recognize the voice of the devil. Because either of them you will listen and you will follow. The Bible says that a slave or a servant cannot serve two masters. It's either you love one more than another. So even in the instance where people are confused and say that I don't know where I belong, they indeed know where their heart belongs. And you can never deceive God. Because the God that we serve look deep down into the heart of men and he sees their heart. One thing we love about God is the fact that when 
every man sees on the outside he sees deep down within your heart and knows who you are they hear his voice so every shepherd has his flock of sheep that he, he leads and they hear him whenever the sheep calls out the name of those that belong to him they listen and they follow my question to you tonight is that whose voice are you following whose voice do you hearken to you can't tell me that you don't hear any voice let me tell you there are always voices out there either the voice of the devil or the voice of god every man is receptive to one of them it's either you are receptive to the voice of the devil you are receptive to the voice of god and one of the litmus tests to ascertain the voice that you follow is the one that you follow says that he calls out their name they hear him because they know that he is their shepherd and the shepherd knows that they are his and they do not just hear they listen and they follow him the bible makers understand in the book of ephesians chapter 2 the bible talks about us and it says that as for you you were dead in your sins and transgressions in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air and the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient hallelujah so when we were not born again we had our shepherd the shepherd is the one who leads you the bible says that the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he maketh me to lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still waters he restores so what the shepherd does is that he makes he leads then he restores so at first we were under the kingdom of the devil the the prince of the air the ruler of the things of the air and we followed him we followed his precepts therefore you realize that when you are there the songs that will play in your heart will be things that will go or that that is in accordance with the one who leads you so if you are somebody who always desire to sing worldly songs you are somebody who always desire to read novels that are ungodly if you are somebody who always desire to watch movies or videos that are ungodly if you are somebody who who gravitates towards things that are worldly that is where your heart belongs and your shepherd is the devil the bible makes it very clear that the thief comes but to steal to kill and to destroy that's why he said he's the good shepherd that means that there are shepherds but there are different types there is a good one and there is a bad one Whose voice do you listen to? Who leads you because those who do not belong to God, those who are not born again, always follow after the voice of the devil. They listen to him every day and they are motivated by the things he do. It is the devil that leads them. He guides them wherever they go and he gives them the things that they want. And those who are led by God also knows and recognizes his voice. If you are here, and you can't recognize the voice of God. It's a big problem. The reason being that the first thing that is very important in your relationship with God is your ability to know His voice. Because if you can't hear His voice, how would you know Him? 
If you can't know his voice, how would you live your life as a child of God? Because every time God is speaking to you, every time he's close to you like never before and speaking, but then if you can't hear him, then who are you hearing? Because, you know, I think the last time, I don't know whether I said it here, but then there are, when you tune right now, there are different frequencies. 96.5, 98.2, and other frequency or other channels on the radio. The fact that you are listening to 96.5 doesn't mean that the other channels are not working. But just that you have tuned yourself, you've tuned your your, your, your set, your, your radio set to 95, 96.5. So that's the only one that you are, you are hearing. Until we get to that point where we are able to tune our spirit man to be able to receive the frequency of the Holy Ghost, we will end up tuning to other frequencies that will lead us astray. So tonight, I want to help us to know how we can recognize His voice. Because I've got you to understand that Sometimes it's not that we don't know the importance of hearing the voice of God. But the problem is that we don't even know how to hear his voice. And one key thing that amazes me is the fact that everything in this world is relationship. And our walk with God is relationship. In the book of 1 John chapter 1, I thought about it the last time, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard which we have seen with our own eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. Meaning that he, what he's talking about, this word that he's talking about, he has had a relationship with the word. He hasn't just heard it. He hasn't just felt it. He hasn't just seen it but he has had all these things that enables an effective relationship I want to do a small demonstration let me see Levi please can you come You are worthy of it all For from you are all things And still you are all things Okay, Levi What do you see? A coin. What kind of coin is that? Is it what? American flag. Please, any... Does anyone has a different coin there? A different coin. If you have any coin, you can give it to me. Any coin. Any coin. Don't say the, the price. Any coin. <laughs> yes. Any coin. You can just give it to me. But I don't want the one with this color. So. Good. No. Give me this one. Okay. I'll take this one. And this one too. Thank you. All right. Oh, <laughs> alright, so, you know that this is a coin, right? But what kind of coin is that? You don't know? What about this? Okay, what about this? Come a bit forward. It's okay. No, stand there. 
What coin is this? Quarter. Hmm. Okay. What kind of coin is this? What kind of coin is this? Cent. Come forward. Come. It's okay. Now, what coin is this? A quarter. Look at it. It's written on it. One dollar, right? Good. What about this one? Mm-hmm. You can't really tell. Mm-hmm. One dime. It's okay. Thank you. You can sit down. Oh, yeah, you can give it up to him. He has done well. So, some will be asking, Why am I doing this? All right, so you realize that when Levi was far, I asked him, what coin is that? He could see it was a coin, but he didn't know the kind of coin. I said, come a bit closer. He came a bit closer. He could still see a coin, but he, couldn't know, he didn't know the kind of coin it was. Then I told him, come very close. So he came very close to me, and I gave him the coin. And I said, what it is? And he was able to see that it was one dollar. Then I asked him about the other one. He said that it was one dime. I'm talking about relationship. The farther you are from him, the more difficult it is for you to see him as he is and hear his voice. A lot of Christians are very far. They are expecting to see God and hear God and know God. But their relationship with him is very far. So they struggle to see. They struggle to know not that they don't have a relationship with God, but that they haven't built a solid and a good relationship with him. Some have come a bit close, but yet still, they can't see very well because they haven't still gotten too close to be able to see and hear his voice. So when he shouts, he has to shout and shout and shout. And by the time it gets to you, there are other voices that are shouting to you. So it becomes very difficult for you to discern and know that this is indeed the voice. But when you get very close and now I speak to you, you know that this is my voice. When you come close, when I show you, you can see that this is who I am. God doesn't just want a relationship with us. But he wants a closer and the closest relationship with us. Everything is built on relationship. If you want to hear his voice, then you must get close to him. If you want to hear his voice, then you must get to that point where you can touch him. Where you can feel him. Where you can see him. You can never talk about something you are not convinced of. And how do you build a solid relationship? One, you need the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 16, the book of John chapter 16, the Bible says that, but when he, the Holy Spirit of truth, the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. You know, there are a lot of voices that are speaking, but then the only way, the only way, the only way you can be able to discern and know that this is the voice of God, the only way to recognize his voice is the Holy Ghost. Anybody who doesn't have the Holy Spirit can never discern the voice of God. No, it can never happen. Like, I want to listen to 96.5, but I have nothing that can connect me to 96.5. 
to how am I gonna listen to it? It doesn't happen. It, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't work that way. That is the reason why every if you call yourself a child of God, then you must have the Holy Spirit in you, because it is that Holy Spirit that causes you to have that intimate, that close walk with the whole, that close walk with Jesus Christ to know who He is. When the Spirit, He will speak on. He will not speak on His own. He will speak only what he hears and will tell you what is here to come he will speak not of himself but he will speak of the one who sent him he will speak of jesus you want to hear jesus then you need the holy ghost you can't ignore the holy ghost and expect to be able to hear god you can't ignore the giftings and the fruit of the holy spirit and expect to be able to hear god it can never happen there are a lot of people in the church but there are a lot of them who are not christians let us not confuse ourselves with the fact that, oh, I come to church every day. Every night I'm in church. Every Wednesday I'm in church. That is good. But I tell you, that doesn't guarantee you being a child of God and you being born again. Unless you are born again. Unless you have received the Holy Spirit. Unless you can know and affirm that the Holy Spirit is in you. You can never hear the voice of God. You will struggle. You will struggle in life. You will struggle. You struggle. Nothing will work. Because the thing that can connect you to be able to assess the voice of God is not evident in your life. It's not evident in your life. In Proverbs, in Acts chapter 2 verse 4. Acts chapter 2 verse 4. The Bible talks about the, the, Bible talks about the disciples. He said that all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Holy Spirit enabled them. You know, these people could not speak in tongues. These people were now living on just the word, what Christ had told them. But the Bible says when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they started speaking in other tongues. And due to their infilling of the Holy Spirit, they gained understanding into all that was written in the books. So when Peter stood and started addressing them, he spoke as somebody who is an authority, who is an authority in the word of God. Not that he had, he had studied the law like the Pharisees and other people. But then what made the difference? With the Holy Spirit. Because when Jesus had returned from the wilderness, he came down, he started teaching them. And they were amazed. Why? Because this man didn't only teach, but he taught with authority. What makes the difference is the Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you can never know the truth. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you can never know Him. Some of us are in place. We are here, but we are not connected. Assuming that I want to charge my phone, and I just take the, the charger head, connect it to my phone, plug it. But then in, in, um, in Ghana, we have something we call switch. And the switch is not on. You have connected. It is in place. It is ready to be connected. But if there is no electricity passing through it, I tell you, you are wasting time. You put it there for years, nothing will happen. But immediately you turn on the switch. That means that you've permitted electricity to pass through it. Then, it begins to receive life and begin to respond and the battery gets fully charged. The Holy Spirit is the electricity we need to kick us up. The Holy Spirit is the receptacle we need to be able to receive of Him. Because, you know, God is a spirit. He is a spirit. 
And the only way we can assess him is with our spirit man. Man is a spirit with a soul living in a body. And the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verse 20 to 21. The Bible says something there. Proverbs chapter 4. My son, attend to my voice. But before I get here, I think Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. The Bible says that for the spirit of a man, Proverbs 20, 27. For the spirit of a man is the candle of God. The lamp of the Lord searcheth the spirit of a man. It searches out its innermost being. Other versions say, for the spirit of a man is the kernel of God. It is through his spirit that he gives direction. You can never receive direction if your spirit is not connected to him. You need the Holy Ghost. That is why every time you must be sensitive and conscious of your Holy Ghost, of your inner man. If you are there, you should be charging your spirit man, speaking in tongues and blowing in tongues and exercising the spirit in you. You can't be sitting down and think that, oh, yes, you may be born again, but then if you do not mature, you cannot know and be able to discern his voice. You'll be like Levi standing far and not being able to see what is on the coin. You always complain and say that, God, I can't hear you. God, I don't know you. I read the Bible and gain no understanding. I pray and feel nothing. Yes, you feel nothing because you are far from him. You haven't made an effort to know him more. Even Paul, who had written 13 epistles, said that I may know him more. And the power of his resurrection. Until... We get the Holy Ghost. It will be difficult for us to assess and know His voice. The second thing I want to talk about is that one of the ways we can know His voice first is the Holy Spirit, two, true word and prayer. In the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 3, verse 16 to 17, Timothy talks about the word of God and he says that all scriptures, okay. All, all scripture is God's breath and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness. You know, the Bible talks about Jesus being the word. Jesus being the word. In the beginning was the Logos. The Logos was with God and the Logos was God. Therefore, whatever is written down, his words written down is him. So when you receive the Holy Spirit and you begin to read his word, and as you begin to dine, commune, eat, fellowship with his word, as you meditate on his word day and night, you realize that he begins to give you revelation and he begins to speak to you like never before. Then you'll be able to discern and know how he even speaks at every point in time. Because let me tell you, God is not a one-way God. Sometimes he may shout. Sometimes he may whisper. Sometimes he may speak softly. Sometimes he might rebuke you. Sometimes it might be like crashing wind. He is not a one-way God. And he proved that to Elijah. Elijah was very familiar with the way God speaks. So then God started with how he speaks. and He demonstrated different ways with which he can manifest himself. But he was not in any of them. But he was in that still small voice. If Elijah wasn't sensitive, he would have missed it. But when you dine, when you eat the word of God, when you commune with the word of God, you'll be able to know him who he is. Ah, 
you can't have a fellowship with me if you don't know me. I can't be your friend if you don't know what I like and what I don't like. We can't be in perfect harmony if we don't know who we are to each other and we don't know who each other is. You can't be my friend if you don't know even the food I like. What makes me angry? What makes me happy? But we have a crop of people who say that they want to know Jesus, but they don't read the word of God. They wake up and it is normal to get up and don't read the word of God. They wake up and they read their other articles. They go to online and read other news and other things. They get up, go to work, do whatever they want. And they come back and still forget to read their word. And you want to know him. And you want to see his face. That, that's what we've seen. That's what we've heard. That's what we've touched. Ha! Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. When God was speaking to Joshua, he said something. He said that, Joshua chapter, yeah, Joshua, Joshua chapter, Joshua, not John, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. He was speaking and he, was there, he said that, if you do well to observe all these that I've commanded you, if you do well to observe all these that I've commanded you, and meditate on it. It is in that you be prosperous. Do not let this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. Hey. Meditate on it. Don't let this word of the Lord, don't let this, this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Meditation. Ha. Meditation, eh? It's not just reading. So now you've received the Holy Ghost. Now you are reading the Word of God. So now when the Spirit marries the Word, it bursts out a revelation. The Bible says that when the Spirit of the Lord brooded, when the, when the Spirit of the Lord brooded on Mary, she conceived. And the Bible talks about the fact that there is coming a time where the true worshippers of God will worship Him in spirit and in truth. Truth is the Word of God. In the book of Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says that and the earth was formless and void and the Spirit of God was hoping on the surface of the deep and God said. So wherever the ambience of the Spirit is, when the Word of God collides with His, with his Spirit, it bursts out a revelation. And that revelation is about Him. Revelation just means God revealing Himself more to you. And his re- the revelation of God is progressive. He daily. So every day, every day you read his word, you lambano, you read his word, you commune in his word, you commune, you read, you meditate. So when you meditate, like you're like, God, may your Holy Ghost brood upon me. Now I've received the Spirit, but now I want to get a deeper revelation. I want to get a deeper understanding. I want to walk in wisdom. So, oh God, as I read this word, reveal yourself unto me. I don't just want to read it like a newspaper. I don't just want to read it like an article, but I want to know you. I want to see you and as you read it ah, as you commune then it's like my son this is me my son this is me ah, you can't do without the word of God and expect to know him and hear his voice prayer for my temple shall be called the temple of prayer 
And the Bible makes us understand that for we are the temple of God. Let me tell you what they do at the temple. The temple is where they ascribe worship to God. The temple is where sacrifices are made. The temple is where they pray. The temple is the place where divinity meets humanity. And because we have received God and He is dwelling in us, that means that we are prayer. Therefore, if you call yourself a child of God, and you can't pray. You don't pray. Ha! Huh? What then? What are you really doing? Because it is because prayer activates the word that you've received. Prayer makes you more focused in his word. I always tell people that it wasn't by mistake that Jesus Christ every day had to go to the place of solitude and seek the face of God. He being the word. He needed direction. You know, we have the word of God. But as we pray, as we commune, as we communicate with him, as he pours himself in us, he directs us, oh, these are my words for you. But today, I want you to move with this one. I want you to move with this one. When we encounter situations, do we know his word? Do we pray? Do we seek his voice? It is very dangerous to walk without knowing his voice. My time is due. I will wrap up and maybe I'll continue another time. The last thing I want to talk about here, and I'm actually done. We need to purge ourselves from sin. We need to purge ourselves from sin. If you are saying we've received the Holy Spirit, then we should make a conscious effort to purge ourselves from anything that easily entangles us, every weight of sin. God. You know, when we sin, the funny thing is that it doesn't draw God away, but it distracts us. I want to read 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7. Hmm? Shalabaha. You are worthy of it all. Shandalalabaha. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7. You are worthy of it all. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be clear minded and self controlled so that you can pray. You know, when you sin, it's, it clouds your mind. Therefore, you cannot be clear. So when you go before him, then the devil begins to re- remind you of this thing you did. This thing you died. This thing you did. Oh, I'm not worthy. So when now, when we go before the presence of God, instead of us to go with an open heart and be able to receive of him, you go, God, forgive me, I sinned this. Today I did that. Tomorrow I did this. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Ah. That's forgiving you already. Why he needs you? It's for your own good, for your own righteousness self-righteousness just desist for do, from those things so that you can focus on god and pray and because when you pray you are communing with him and you can hear him because when you are sinning it's like there is some hitches in the communication so it's like calling somebody i want to speak to um i, I want to speak to my mom here and i call her and hello mommy mommy like there is some 
He cheats in it. So, what are you trying to say? I can't hear you. What are you trying to say? I can't hear you. So, God is speaking to you, but because of the things you've entangled yourself with, it becomes difficult for you to even hear His voice. That's why He said that be clear minded and self controlled. I've told you three things the Holy Spirit, word and prayer, living a holy life. If you observe these three things, you should be able to discern and know his voice at every point in time. Then you will not be led astray by other shepherds who, are, who have made up their mind to destroy your life. Because every day they are whispering to you, you are not anything good, you are not anything better, you are a useless thing. You, ha, I rebuke any voice that has spoken against you in the mighty name of Jesus. And I prophesy over your life that from today, anything that has clogged your ability to be able to hear the voice of God, may God, re- 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 may God remove every scale from your ears so that you may be sensitive and you may be able to hear His voice in the mighty name of Jesus. Now can we be upstanding as I pray? Just be upstanding. And just speak to God. Father, what did... What, what, just look into your life. Any of these three things that you think you need, just pray to Him. Any of these three things that you need, just pray to Him. So that, my son, incline, 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 bend and listen, pay attention, pay attention. His word has come. Are you inclining to His word? Are you inclining to His word? Every day we better ourselves every day. No one has reached. No one has reached. No one has reached. There are times where because of certain things we are about to just miss it. But by his grace and by his mercy, sir, he is still there and he speaks to us in unique ways. You are worthy of it all. Just pray to him. You are worthy of it all. Candolo brondo sayaka palabaha. Oh, rabakonde lelebo sayaka paharabaha. Just pray to God. Just pray to God. Just pray. Just put one finger in the ear. Just put one finger in the ear. One finger in the ear and tell God that God open my ears right now. God open my ears right now. Put one finger in your ear. One finger. Just any of the fingers. Put it in your ear. Say that God open my ears. I want to hear you. God open my ears. I want to hear you. If there is anything that has clogged my ability to hear you as I put my hands in my ears, oh God. May my ears be opened unto you. May my spirit man be opened unto you. So that as you speak, oh God, I can hear you in the mighty name of Jesus. Night and day let incense rise Karadabaha Day and night Night and day let incense rise hey. Day and night Night and day let incense rise Karadabaha God is touching somebody's ear right now Hey, Day and night Night and day let incense rise Day and night, night and day, let's incense. If you're not thinking, just think it with me. Hey, day and night, 
Night and day let incense rise Cut about day and night Night and day let incense Oh day and night Day and night Night and day let incense you are worthy of it all father we give you praise we give you glory you are worthy of it all oh you deserve the praise oh god is there beyond oh god abandi soul about the Rabada Sandira Krade Sundila Brasa Tishonda Libada Sundile Kunda Branda Siha. Oh, what a God we serve! What a God we serve! Oh, you are worthy of it all. Father, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory. We say there is none like you, none can be compared unto you. Father, from tonight, as we go before you in prayer and in your word. May our ears be opened, oh God. May we be able to discern and know your voice in these trying times, oh God. We need to know your voice, oh God. If anything is a distraction from us hearing your voice, oh God, tonight we commit ourselves, oh God, that remove every skill from our ears that we may hear you well and wouldn't make mistakes. We bless your name. In Jesus' precious mighty name, we've prayed with thanksgiving. Let all saints say Amen. Amen. God bless you so much. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife@brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.